Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. And goal today. Rick Doc Walker's out today. Sorry. Scott Jackson here with you. Solo, but we're going to have a lot of friends coming through. A lot of experts, as a matter of fact, today here on the Team 980 streaming live. And always free on the Odyssey app. Uh, you can check us out there as well if you're in and out of the car. A lot to get to with the commanders. Uh, we thought the big news was, you know, the Carson Wentz release yesterday. That quickly shifted to a Washington Post story that quickly. Uh, shifted to overnight. Oh, Deron Payne has been franchise tagged. No surprise there. To oh no, Don Van Nata Jr.'s got some stuff here on ESPN, and that's kind of where we are right now. So we will get back to all the other things that happened before the Don Van Nata story. At some point, Don Van Nata will be with um, Craig Hoffman today at four thirty. But luckily, we have an actual lawyer coming on with us today at twelve thirty. Uh, Dan Lust, who's a sports attorney. See him on all these shows on Hear Him on ESPN, CBS, and Fox. Also the co-host of a podcast with um, on the world of sports law professor at New York Law School. He's got a podcast called Conduct Detrimental, the sports law intersection. Uh, and he'll kind of break down some of the stuff. He's been all over it today on Twitter if you uh, follow him there. So this is interesting because Don Venata has found a note uh, that from 2020, a financial report that has a footnote that revealed a $55 million credit line uh, that the, at that time the Washington football team had taken out, actually it was still the Washington Redskins, excuse me, had taken out uh, 60 months earlier without the knowledge and required approval of uh, Dan Snyder's minority partners, at least this is what the partners are saying, three billionaires who of course own 40% of the franchise according to the documents obtained by ESPN. The secret $55 million loan has become the primary focus of federal prosecutors in Virginia. We're investigating allegations of financial misconduct by Snyder and the commander's Multiple sources with firsthand knowledge of the inquiry have told ESPN. A federal grand jury has issued subpoenas for a cachet of documents related to the team's finances, including the loan. Prosecutors acquired the partners, um, NFL's arbitration petition, and include supporting materials, including emails, letters uh, between the team executives and banks and lawyers. The documents show the criminal inquiry is being led by a team of FBI and IRS agents, according to sources. So there's a lot to unpack here, and we will. Um, 
interestingly enough, the documents um, show that this this loan, this line of credit, if you will, that was obtained was obtained again without the knowledge of the three partners at the time, who of course have since been bought out. Minority owners Robert Rothman, Dwight Char, and you know Fred Smith, who uh, protested the loan after they discovered it in the financial reports. Of the teams uh, they then started looking closely at the team's finances and found that Snyder was using the team as a personal piggy bank, according to this report, including charging the team four and a half million dollars to put the logo on his private jet. They alleged in the arbitration position filed with the NFL. So a lot of things going on here. Um, a spokesperson for the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of Virginia declined comment to ESPN. Of course, they're the ones with this investigation. John Brownlee, the counsel for the commanders at this point, a spokesman for the team, have declined to answer the questions about the $55 million line of credit. Obviously, they came out and said the Post story yesterday was inaccurate that was put out. That's a whole different set of circumstances and things they're talking about. But they, they all could be interconnected in a sense because of what Dan Snyder was looking for, according to a post report, was protection from any, uh, you know, if he once he's out of the league, of anything that may come out after. So, it down, you know, if you want to play connect the dots, some of this stuff kind of makes sense. But again, these are not whistleblowers, not former employees. They are partners that had. Um, they believe that the NFL, they allege that the NFL um, and their partner had possibly committed bank fraud. Um, they say this is jail time type of fraud. The NFL owes them as much a fair shake as it owes Snyder, and the league had no interest in finding out what happened. They buried it and didn't investigate and cover it up. And they being, of course, the, the commissioner of the league, Roger Goodell, uh, did not push this thing forward. Those guys took their payouts and, and went on their merry way. So this is, um, again, things that are being un, you know un, unraveled here as all this goes along. And, of course, look, I mean, will this – impact will it slow down will it speed up the sale i think that's all anybody cares about at this point including yours truly just get him out already right i mean just how much more can we take of all this stuff and no matter you know how many news dumps you try to get out there to change people's attention this is the biggest thing you got going here because this is some serious stuff if again proven to be true and you know how serious and whatnot we'll find out when we talked to Dan Lust, and as things move on here, but it certainly doesn't make Roger Goodell look very good. Uh, it's certainly it's not nothing new. I mean, that's kind of his job is not to look good. But again, if it doesn't really make Bank of America look too good either, if this is true that they never got the board of directors of the of the Commanders saying that they had actually approved of this loan to take place, which they said they had, and they never got on the paperwork, and they still allowed it to happen. It's kind of crazy. There's a lot of different parts to this stuff that you just ask yourself, like, how could this have happened, and why did it happen, and now what? Like, does anything happen about I mean, does anything come about it? Is this more of the same, just to add in the pile of all the other things that have been there, and does it really, you know, does it really help anything in terms of speeding up the process? Will it slow it down? And, you know, again, it, it doesn't put the NFL in good light, but that's, that's just nothing new here. It doesn't put the owner of the, the, this team in good light. Nothing new here in, in terms of that part of it. But it is a lot more, and again, this is not just, hey, former disgruntled employee, you know, eight years ago since this happened at a team dinner or what have you. It's a little bit more detail to it, and again, it was kind of uncovered part of another investigation. So that's what makes maybe this have a little bit more teeth to it. Um and we'll see 
you know, what it all means. And here's what concerns me, and this goes back to, again, as I speculated for, for you know, since the end of the season, that Deron Payne was going to get franchise tagged, which he did today, um, that they don't have the money right now until a new owner comes in place to do anything substantial, right? Like, so, in other words, to in order to sign free agents, we'll bring this back to football for a minute, then we'll get back to this stuff. In order to sign free agents, you've, you know, you've got to have big bonuses, right? And you're going to have to go out there and you've got to put that money in an escrow account immediately. It's not just like, oh, you pay when the season starts. No, that gets paid up now, and all the bonus money, the guaranteed money, gets thrown into um, an account, and that has to be signed over, obviously, by the team, in this case the owner, right? And that has to sit there and get paid out when those bonuses are due. However... Uh, if you got someone on the way out and obviously may not be the most cash-rich person in the world at this point, according to a lot of these documents, then that's that's a little bit of a concern. A lot of a concern. I mean, for example, the partners found out, um, you know, a lot of things in terms of the finances about how much the NFL revenue had dropped for the commanders. So in, in April 2020, the same month that they dis- discovered this $55 million credit line, according to this Van Natta report, Snyder had the first time failed to pay his partners a quarterly share of the team, which is the profits, the arbitration uh, following alleged. The partners said they already knew the team's local revenues, which is derived from NFL media rights, had dropped by one-third over the previous decade. So they were at $241 million in 2009, and they had dropped to $160 million by 2020. So, again, we talk often about how he's run the thing into the ground. And, you know, maybe it sounds like hyperbole to some of you. But, no, it's there's numbers to back this up. Like, he's – Rum was a, a lucrative franchise down to the point where, you know, maybe he's using this loan to, you know, keep himself going, um, you know, to get some of this stuff out. And this is what you got to wonder about all this stuff. And, and – you know, we'll find out eventually, or maybe not, what else is under there. One of the other fascinating things, and we'll talk to Dan Lust about this when he joins us, that's in here is there's an admission that when the NFL initially hired, you know, Beth Wilkinson to do her report, it, it was to do a written report. And then, of course, she was asked, no, 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 please, let's give an oral presentation like you're, you know, when you're in high school instead. We're going to grade you on your posture and all that stuff. So, anyway, this is uh, this is the latest piece. There was a lot of stuff in the Post story yesterday as well. Still this back and forth as to whether or not Jeff Bezos is involved. I would imagine the Post story doesn't really put him in the best best light if, if Dan Snyder actually has a say, if he's still going to have a say before it's all said and done in this. In that story, there is uh, a discussion about Jerry Jones. There's a report that Jerry Jones maybe is trying to help move this stuff along as well as he's trying to, you know, be the peacemaker here, uh, which is interesting to maybe help broker a deal. But all this stuff is uh, is wild. And, again, it's, you know, three years the NFL has really yet to give us a full – the NFL has yet to give us a full scope and details of this investigation because they have never released the Wilkinson stuff just went out, did the double secret probation with Dan, the $10 million fine to the franchise, and said nothing to see here. Um, and then, obviously, the Mary Jo White thing had to come out later after more allegations came out, and they, you know, initially the team said they would handle that, and they said, no, 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 we got this. And they took it over. So all this 
now, you know, and you get these little things. And, again, this is just a note in the disagreement with the former you know, minority owner shareholders of this team that had 40% of the team refined it about this thing, which, again, appears to come off like bank fraud if true. And it appears the NFL knew about it and just wanted it to go away and had these guys go away with, obviously, the buyout, which was money used in part from a loan from the National Football League and its owners. Like, we've been talking about this. You could go the graceful, easy way, or you could go the hard way. And it appears because of the pace of this thing and more of this stuff, you know, flying out, that it's going to be the hard way in terms of the change here. And how that, you know, intersects with what the team's going to try to do this offseason has always been a thing that concerned me more than anything. I mean, that's that's the thing throughout that has concerned me. Because they, they're not that far off. But this stuff, you can you can say it's business as usual. You can tell me, no, 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 we can't, we're allowed to do whatever we want. No. I, I Please. There is no way this cannot be something that is going to be a slowdown, in fact, if this thing gets hung up in courts and suing and mudslinging, which is pairs that we're getting to right now. If it doesn't get a clean break here and they get a clear person to take over this thing prior to you know, the owner's meeting at the end of the month, then you know we're in for a doozy of an offseason in terms of can you really do much outside of draft players, get guys in the cheap, will you know, Will you be able to spend all these things free agency? And, you know, you have till July 15th, so I guess there's some hope. You get, a, you know, in terms of Deron Payne, you, if you got a new owner in place, you could get a long-term deal. But I don't know. I don't know if you can bank on any of that stuff with where we are at these things now. So we'll get to all this stuff with Dan Lust when he joins us. Uh, you know, we, again, heard about the two sets of books. This new stuff is a lot larger of a deal when, you know, besides that allegation – uh, if this stuff can be proven out. And obviously they have the paperwork. You know, some of the stuff that Dan, Don Van Nata Jr. is is putting in this report is the stuff he's actually seen the paperwork and seen the stuff that has been put out and filed. So it's not just so-and-so says, you know, and then you can just write it off as disgruntled employee. Uh, it's, it's a lot different than that. Uh, by the way, meanwhile, all this going on, they've made staff changes today, additions, promotions, all this stuff, I mean, I don't even know where this if this stuff even matters anymore, but it is. And, uh, you know, now you have Ron Rivera talking at the Combine. I would imagine he's not talking about this story. He's going to try to keep it football-focused. But, again, this is one of the things that I, I know we can say, hey, look, he took the money, he came here, he should have known. Like, a lot of this stuff he did not know about, obviously, when he came here. Yeah, he knew this was a place that, that bad news tended to follow it, okay. But he sure as hell didn't know he was signing up for some of this stuff. And, you know, again, Ron Rivera has had to stand there and deal with a lot of stuff that is, wasn't on his watch and wasn't done by him because, you know, he actually has to come out and speak. He can't hide on his yacht or hide in London. So I'm sure he's already, you know, moved from those questions today because I'm seeing some of the stuff coming out now that he's talking about Eric Bieniemy. And it doesn't sound like he's taking questions on the latest ownership story. But we will talk about this coming up. We'll also talk Combine at 1 o'clock as we have um, – we're going to have a guest discuss that. Joe DeLone, Joe DeLeon, excuse me, from Believe Podcast, um, talks about the NFL Combine all the time there. He is going to break it down for us, strengths, weaknesses. And do we think the Combine is any 
danger of not existing down the road. So we'll, we will get to some football stuff there. 2.30, Scott Abraham will join us talk more about all the things today. Yes, we will get into Carson Wentz being released and all that. Not a big surprise, but what that obviously means for what's going on right now. So anyway, let's break. We'll come back. We'll get back to a little bit more from this story today, some of the juicy stuff from it. And yes, then we'll have uh, Dan Lust, attorney at law, join us to uh, break it all down here. It is Burgundy and Gold today. Scott Jackson with you here. It's Team Nanity. Streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast listen to every mlb game live the deep left center field it is high it is far it is gone stream minor league affiliates the midwest league home run leader Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sporting and Gold today. Scott Jackson with you solo today here on the Team 90 Streaming Live on the free Odyssey app. We will talk about this story in more detail from a legal standpoint with a legal, an actual legal expert uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour as uh, a man at Sports Law, Dan, at Sports Law Lust. Dan Lust will join us at that point as the Conduct Detrimental podcast and also a professor at uh, NY Law School and also Fordham Law. So we'll get his thoughts on all this stuff and what it means for the commander's owner, Daniel Snyder. And again, is this something that just all it's going to do is speed up the process? Is it going to slow down the process of selling this team, which is what you know what most people here care about? Or is this something crazy as it sounds could end up with him facing criminal charges 
Because I think a lot, I mean, throughout this, I don't know, for me, I've been kind of cynical. Look, here's a extremely, you know, the rich and powerful and the well-lawyered rarely deal with anything, right? They, they deal with these investigations and nothing really ever happens out of it. I never once have thought of the idea that anything severe is going to come out of this outside of him having to, quote-unquote, having to, you know, make billions of dollars off the sale of the team. And that's what the punishment is, right? You have to go away. You have to sell the team. It's kind of what I've always felt would be the end game here. Um, so he joins the Billionaires Club, and that's his punishment, which is obviously not much of a punishment at all. But, you know, the more things like this start to trickle out, then you have to wonder. So that's why Dan will join us. All right, let's get to a little bit. Don Vanata was on with the uh, Sports Junkies earlier on 106.7 The Fan. And let's get it right to the top. He discusses uh, right away what the most serious of all these allegations are from these these papers that he was able to uh, dig into. Well, certainly the credit line, uh, $55 million credit line, how it was obtained is um, a primary focus of the federal mm-hmm. investigation. And, and that, to me, is probably the most alarming because it's the allegation is that Dan Snyder took out a $55 million credit line at Bank of America without the approval or even knowledge of his three minority partners who sit on the board. And the question is whether a board resolution was ever provided to the bank that was needed to close the loan. Uh The loan was closed. And even a month after the loan was closed, the bank is still asking executives at the commanders for that board resolution. So the question that was before the NFL and the, and the arbitrator by the partners was just go to Bank of America, put together a summons and try to find out how exactly Snyder got this loan without the knowledge of his partners. And uh-huh. the league had no interest in doing that, according to sources that we talked with. Just in a matter of four days, uh, the arbitration was shut down. It was moved to mediation and the three partners ended up selling their 40 percent share of the team to Snyder. So there you go. That was uh, Don Vanetta earlier with the sports junkies on the the crux of all this. That the, again, this story. And for those of you who don't, I mean, like Don Vanetta, it's like it's like sixty minutes banging on your door back in the day, right? Like for those people that are old enough to understand that reference. So if you saw, you know, one of those guys from sixty minutes at your door, you know, like, oh crap, we're in trouble. Like this is bad for our business. <laughs> you know, like this is this is not good. Uh, th- this is really really bad. Like if you watch the show, like it was the biggest news show forever. And it's still very big, but, you know, I mean, forever it was like, oh, crap. Like, if 60 Minutes is on it, you know, the, the stuff has hit the fan, so to speak. If Ed Bradley or Mike Wallace is at my door, especially Wallace, he could really dig at you. More be safer was good, too. But, but like, that, that crew, that crew, like, those were the guys that really, they made you nervous. But anyway. So that was Van Nata. All right, let's get to a couple others, and then we'll, we'll save the other ones for a little bit later on. We're also going to hear Ron Rivera, and it's much more football-ish, um, later from the Combine as well. It's about 11 minutes, and I, I don't think he talks about the, this, this report at all, but it, it is about the release of when, some of the staff changes, those kind of things. Uh, so we'll, you know, we'll have the balance of the football for you. Just, like, just talk football, boy. No, we're, we're going to get to this first. Um, here's a little bit more on Don Vanata on the minority owners alleging the team was basically Snyder's ATM machine. Earlier, there's a whole bunch of other allegations in this arbitration petition that the partner said Snyder was using the team as his, quote, personal piggy bank, right. including that $4.5 million that he paid himself out of team funds without his partner's knowledge or permission again just to put his logo 
on the tail of his private jet, and he called it an advertising fee. So that's that's kind of that's kind of stunning as well that Snyder was, according to the partners, the allegations they made in the NFL arbitration petition was paying himself all sorts of money that they had no knowledge of uh, and that they felt was wrong, and they wanted the NFL to do something about it. The NFL did nothing about it. Yeah, and again, we, we discuss this all the time. Remember, you know, Roger Goodell, yeah, he's the face of the NFL and all this stuff, but again, he's got a bunch of other guys behind him that he works for. And uh, clearly, you know, that's what he's for. Somebody referred to him earlier to me as he's like a mob lawyer. <laughs> and that might be a good way to put it. All right, we're going to get to Dan Lust coming up in their side. We will uh, discuss all this. What he would jump out to him about the report from Don Van Notten again. More from Don later in this show, and you also hear him this afternoon on the Hoffman Show at 4.30. But Dan Lust joins us next, sports attorney on uh, Condentral Metal Podcast. You see him on all the networks, ESPN, uh, CBS, ABC, and uh, Fox Sports. He'll be with us here on Burgundy and Gold today as we continue here on the Team 980 streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. Back here on Burgundy Gold today, Scott Jackson solo here with you today. Doc will be back with me tomorrow here on the Team 980 streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. And our pleasure right now to hit the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app today. As we bring in Dan Lust, a sports law attorney, you can check out his podcast, Conduct Detrimental. Uh, he is uh, often seen and heard on ESPN, ABC, CBS, Fox Sports. I'm probably missing places. And also professor at uh, New York uh, Law School and Fordham Law as well. And, Dan, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. A lot of hats, but I will be clear that this story is one that I've been following for about three years. So, yeah, it might be just a story that some might think is a Washington story, but but this is a story that law students find interesting, lawyers uh, Congress people, so you guys got a lot going on in Washington. Happy to break it down. Appreciate it, yeah, because we do need a lawyer. Because, you know, a lot of times you hear this stuff and it's like, okay, then you get to the, the real crux of it and it's salacious and it's and it's bad and, you know, it seems awful, these allegations, but then you're like, yeah, but really there's nothing that's going to happen out of it, right? But this seems to be the first one we've seen where, I don't know, can we uh, admit, can we say that there could be some, some serious uh, – some serious uh, things that, that come out of this, or is it too early to say that? Um, okay, so as someone that, uh, again, I've been following this since July of 2020, so I've been watching this happen, you know, this kind of slow drip. Um, you know, early on in the saga, I, you know, owners have gotten in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a story that no one's talking about today involving Jerry Jones. So, you know, owners get in trouble. Sometimes it's front page, sometimes it's the back page, sometimes it's the tenth stage, and no one cares about. It. Sometimes it's a footnote. So as this story has kind of rolled and rolled, um, you know, I think it went initially from kind of institutional controls. Maybe Snyder didn't know. Maybe he didn't know about those kind of cheerleader photo shoots and toxic workplace. And then it became claims directly involving Snyder, and then Congress gets involved. There is a different tenor to this story today. Um, you know, and there are people that I think have tuned out to the story and they go, okay, sure. Snyder's in trouble. What is new? Right. There is something new about this. Uh, and that's the allegation essentially that the NFL has long known of these allegations dating back 2020, if not earlier. Uh, and, and they've tried in their own sense to put the story to bed and be it, uh, trying to settle these lawsuits between minority partners and the team. Um, something that we've, we followed for a while over here, but the NFL's level of knowledge, we've never really known in the story. Takes it directly at Roger Goodell 
in the NFL. Um, and maybe, right, maybe that's why this story has gone on for so long. Investigations that have occurred since July of 2020, it doesn't take three years to investigate a team. So maybe now we know uh, a, at least partial reason for this delay. Yeah, and, and look, it look, it seemed to me that they were giving him a graceful, if you will, way to go out, right? Like, I'm selling this team, you know, make the deal. Now that it's drug on, I, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm just too suspicious here, but it doesn't seem like a coincidence that suddenly some some more dirt is being dropped as, as this thing has not picked up steam. Yeah, I mean, the story that happened this past week, which I'm sure you guys were on top of, right, the report that Schneider was trying to block Bezos from, from buying the team. So yeah. the NFL is, from the optics for me, the NFL is bending over backwards to try to, you know, uh, help Snyder out on the way out, right? They, they're kind of delaying this report, I think hoping that he would voluntarily sell the team and then the story could kind of fade to the background. Much like these minority shareholders, right? They sold their interest to Snyder and then those guys faded to the background. So we never heard about those particular allegations. And you'd imagine with the sale of, of that type, right, minority shareholders selling back to the team, that they would sign confidentiality agreements, NDAs, of which Dan Snyder knows very, very well. Um, and I think, you know, just with what's happened this past week, I think the NFL had been hoping, hey, let's just get Snyder out. You know, it can sell to Bezos, whoever. Let's get him out the door. And then when this story hits, right, or a story of this magnitude hits, it's not as big of a deal in the NFL because we did the right thing and we got him out. Um, but now the problem is, right, we're still caught in limbo. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Snyder's getting the numbers he wants in terms of the sale numbers. The guys like Bezos are being blocked. So uh, every, everyone's caught between, a, you know, kind of a rock and a hard place, so to speak. Yeah, Dan Lust is with us, uh, sports attorney, uh, good enough to join us here, uh, you know, co-host of the uh, Conduct Detrimental podcast, uh, sports law coverage, all, you hear him and see him everywhere. Uh, good enough to join us here on Burgundy and Gold today on the Team Lenny via the BetQL guest hotline. All right, just as a, as a regular guy out here who's done a, one or two of these, um, either refinancing or bought a home where you have to have all this paperwork in or you're basically not getting the keys, it did kind of blow me away to see that they were able to close on this loan, uh, this $55 million, without having the consent of the board of directors and apparently a paperwork they kept tolling, yeah, 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 we'll get it to you, we'll get it to you, we'll get it here. But yet this went through. I mean, this doesn't really reflect well on a lot of people here, but but certainly doesn't, you know, the bank itself it doesn't look good, too good for. And, and obviously, you know, when the, when the partners pushed in this thing, you know, it was Roger Goodell that just you know kind of came in here and was like, no, no, no we'll take care of this. We're just going to get you guys. <laughs> we're just going to get you guys out of the league. Uh, is that is that uh, is there anything that could come out of that in regards to you know kind of the sloppy nature of all of it? You know, I, I think we've we've long assumed right, and there's a story that came out probably you know maybe a little bit of a year right around a year ago with uh, the the team having two books right, the cooking yeah. the books allegations. You know, they were underreporting. Uh, you know, team revenue, and it was actually, uh, you know, diverted from like Kenny Chesney concerts and Navy tickets. So, you know, the, the fact that the books might be cooked, not, not a shock to anybody. But again, another new piece of this allegation is that these private expenditures that were being run through the team, the allegations that, uh, you know, Snyder said that putting the private logo, uh, you know, the logo of the Redskins on his private plane cost $4.5 million. Like, I don't know, you could buy a fathead for like 20 bucks and slap that on a plane, right? Use some super glue. Right. It costs $4.5 million. So 
that's that's really the the question here. Um, you know, as as a you know, I myself am a lawyer. I don't just host the podcast, right? We do big corporate deals. We have due diligence rooms. We ask every question, and the deal doesn't close if we don't get the documents that we're looking for. So this is fifty five million dollars, right? Uh, if you read the report from ESPN, this talks about uh, money being spent on private planes, private cars, wine, and entertainment beverages. Some of that can be a business expense, but sure. you know, fifty five million dollars. Where's it going? Why wasn't it run through the minority shareholders? So that's got to be a question, right? And I think, you know, uh, well, I don't think we've touched upon it here, right? Bank of America, you mentioned it. They're kind of brought into this. That's the same bank that's helping Dan Snyder sell the team. Uh, and that seems to be the same bank that looked the other way when they didn't have the right documents. Getting shareholder approval, I mean, that's that's not like a, you know, a, a minor thing. Like, you know, we, we need clarification on uh, you know, uh, the, the, someone's middle initial, like we need shareholder approval for this $55 million transaction. So yeah, a couple elements of this that are new. And I, and I think big, right. Bank of America and NFL have not been players that people have been going after that hard. It's really been a Dan Snyder, uh, you know, kind of expose, but now, uh, now we're looking at banks. I mean, how, how deep does this thing go? Yeah, no doubt about it. And, uh, we're, we're getting talking to Dan Lust here. Uh, got Conduct Detrimental Podcast. Don Venata is going to be with you guys tonight. Is that correct? We did. We got Don. Don's nice. been with us, uh, I think, twice on, okay. this, uh, on the commander stuff. But nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we should we should mention one more thing. Sure. Um, did you did you catch that little nugget that that Beth Wilkinson was actually hired to do a written report? I was just going to ask you about that. We did mention it in the open, but I was going to ask you about that. I mean, how fascinating is that? And you pointed it out today on Twitter. I think it's worth worth repeating for everybody, so I'll let you go ahead and explain it. Um, well, I was going to say, credit to Don. I mean, as, us as the uh, – I mean, you guys are like the Washington Commanders nerds in the story. We're the law nerds. And I'm like, <laughs> right, right. I've always, I've always wondered, right, and I've, I've conducted large reports for clients, and there's usually entails, right, like – I don't know, 90-day status reports or 50-day status reports. There's a lot of writing, right? Not a shock to, to you or any of your listeners that mm-hmm. lawyers write a lot. We read a lot. Now, I was always concerned, like, wh- what was she retained to do? How does this end up just being an oral report? And then, you know, again, some of this stuff people can say it's conspiracy theory and people are wearing tinfoil hats. Sure. She was retained specifically in writing, according to Don Bandana, to write a written report. But as it got closer to the finish line, they did not want a written report. So you could say they're protecting Snyder, but I, I think this is where, at least in my head, where the allegations have changed a little bit. It's maybe too easy to say they were protecting Snyder, right? Maybe it's a, a concept of, hey, we as the NFL need to protect ourselves. Yeah. We need to protect the shield here. So we don't, hey, a written report, Snyder, you don't want one? Guess what? We don't want one either, and we're paying the bills for this particular attorney. So guess what? A little bit of a change order, right, if anybody does a – contract work, anything like that. Uh, It's good. Good to do a written oral report here. It'll save us a couple bucks, and we don't actually want it. So um, I thought that was interesting. It's not just people kind of surmising. That was actually in the engagement letter that they deviated from. Yeah, and this is, again, all this U.S. Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of Virginia investigating a lot of financial proprieties uh, by Snyder and the commanders. So the inquiry began last year. Part of the House Oversight Committee sent a letter to the FTC. So this is kind of where we are. These things are coming out. And, you know, I, who knows if there's anything more to it uh, as we go forward here. But I, as, as you see it from a legal standpoint, I mean, because this happened so long ago, these, these partners, you know, went ahead and took the buyouts, if you will. 
Is there really any recourse uh, beyond that, except that you know it's just a, you know makes everybody involved look bad? Uh, yeah, there certainly is legal recourse. I mean, that's exactly what the prosecutors, federal prosecutors in Virginia, are looking at, right? Sometimes you know, and you can talk about this in any context. It doesn't have sure. to be securities fraud or, or financial fraud or even like a criminal case. If you have a complaining witness, right? Let, let's say it's um, some type of domestic violence type incident, right? In certain states, if the you know the person that you're involved in this incident with doesn't want to cooperate, there's really no case, and the case will eventually yeah. dissipate. There are other states that have kind of looked into that and said, well, just because you know um, you know spouse doesn't want to cooperate, we still should be able to pursue and, and you know issue an arrest, right? So that's maybe a context your listeners are more familiar with. Yep. But here, right, you don't necessarily need the cooperation of those minority partners. I'm sure, right, and I don't, I don't know this, but I, I would I guess to say they've signed those NDAs, those confidentiality agreements, and they're not allowed to cooperate, um, you know, with the prosecutors absent some type of subpoena or something like that. Um, but if you read this article, if you read what ESPN got their hands on, the arbitration petition, some of the submissions as part of that case, the prosecutors might be able to have enough even absent the you know minority shareholders' cooperation. So, um, you know, there's a lot of people involved with this organization. We've seen, you know, together maybe even 100 former employees testify in front of Congress about fraud that went on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you don't necessarily need the three main players if there are other people around the organization that have, you know, uh, evidence of this. So, uh, again, if you read this report by uh, Don Van Nott at ESPN, a very well-sourced report. We know, uh, right, that Dan Snyder is not afraid to threaten to sue people for defamation left and right. Uh, and if ESPN felt comfortable running this report, you have to feel pretty confident it was pretty well sourced. And maybe there are other people willing to go on the record to this prosecutor's office and kind of substantiate these charges. And, yes, potentially follow through, um, you know, with some real serious uh, fraud allegations, fraud charges. What would, um, you know, what would be a, a, a type of punishment uh, somebody with, with fraud allegations of this sort could face? Is it well, just fines? I mean, Is it jail time? I mean, you know, let's let's cut to the bottom of it. Uh I mean, listen, I, am I going to be one that's going to say that a billionaire like Dan Snyder is going to end up in a prison? Like, no, I'm not going to be right, the one to predict right. it. But but the way this is couched is that these are, in theory, right, if you're not a billionaire, these are a type of fraud allegations, $55 million, where you could end up in jail, right? People are familiar with what happened to, to Bernie Madoff with the yeah. fraud that he ran. Uh, I mean, that's a billionaire, right, ending up behind bars. It's certainly happened before do we is this anywhere near Madoff levels no it's not you know billions mm-hmm. upon billions and hundreds of millions but it's still a really important allegation here so do i think snyder's going to end up in jail no i don't mm-hmm. but do i think he could be assessed with you know the the threat of potential jail time and force him to settle sure i mean the, the virginia federal prosecutor's office has been looking at this for several months now and they're not going to confirm you know uh, these these investigations, and they're not going to. I mean, uh, let me phrase it another way: yeah. they would have denied that they were really looking into this had this not been true at all. But they've been sitting with it. ESPN's reporting it. Other outlets reporting that the prosecutor's office is looking at it very closely. So you know, uh, I don't know. We could talk about any number of sports contexts, legal contexts. Sure. If there's really nothing to a case, open and shut. You close it. You save. Close your file. There's nothing to do here. But they're sitting with this for a couple months, and I, I think they understand the significance. No doubt. All right, Dan Luss, we appreciate your uh, time, your insights, your knowledge today. Uh, you can give Dan a follow on Twitter at uh, Sports Law Lust. And again, Conduct Detrimental, a Con Detrimental podcast tonight uh, as well. You can follow him there on Twitter for the uh, podcast and you see him and hear him on ESPN, ABC, CBS, and Fox. And again, thanks so much for your uh, insights today. I appreciate it. My pleasure. 
All right, thank you. Dan Lust joining us here on Burgundy and Gold today uh, via the BetQL guest hotline. All right, Ron Rivera, again, talked to the Combine. We'll try to get to that around 1.30. It was about 11 minutes or so uh, today. A lot of it is just strictly football. Uh, we'll get to also uh, from the Combine and discuss, you know, the future of the Combine. It's been a big discussion this week with uh, Joe DeLeon uh, from the Believe podcast. Talks about the Combine year-round uh, when he joins us at 1 o'clock. Uh, but we will take a break. We'll come back. We'll hear a little bit more from Don Van Nata Jr. And, again, he's going to be on today with Craig Hoffman at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Don Van Nata with the Hoffman Show today here on the Team 980, always streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you solo today. No doc. He'll be back with us tomorrow. Um, Thanks again to Dan Lust. He was really good uh, on the legal side of all this stuff uh, and um, breaking it down with us. And the thing about Beth Wilkinson that's kind of buried in all this, it was buried, but it's in there, I should say. It's kind of a, an aside is interesting because, again, hired to do a written, ends up being a verbal, ends up being no paper trail, so to speak. And when, once you hear about, obviously, the way this deal was brokered to buy out the the minority partners, I mean, it's no wonder they didn't want a paper trail. <laughs> I mean, if you're Roger Goodell, of course you don't want a paper trail. My goodness. I mean, he's uh, he's earning every penny. He is earning every penny for all this stuff. And we'll, and we'll again, we'll find out if this, this state of Virginia, um, they move forward, if they can, you know, do anything with these charges. We'll, we'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting, but again, I, to me, this all this does is just speed up the urgency and the obvious nature of. I mean, if there was any hope left for on the on the Snyder side to getting a minority owner, you know, partner. I mean, <laughs> just read the stories about the last three guys. You think anybody's really interested in doing that? As I have joked it over and over with Doc. I mean, yeah, maybe get the live golf guys. That's about it. I mean, who would want to work with him? I mean, I, I don't. I don't see it being a real great uh, situation to drop billions of dollars and to be a partner here. So uh, this is just, again, it's kind of like hurry up. You need to move this thing along. The NFL owners have got to be just tearing what little hair they have out of their heads every time one of these stories drops. All right, so Don Van Nata Jr., who again wrote this story, well, well sourced, obviously documents you know in place. Nobody has, uh, to this point, from the team sent out anything saying it's complete garbage or whatever you know they, it's not true I think that was the gist of what they said in the Washington Post stuff yesterday there was absolutely no truth to it but nobody's maybe they're just getting their ducks in a row to make sure talking to everybody because listen the lawyers may not know about this you know uh, the spokespeople may not know about this stuff clearly this might be the first time they're seeing it so they've got to you know get a well-designed uh, statement on this thing so that might also be why they haven't pushed back on it yet. But doesn't mean it won't happen at some point. All right, so to the point now, um, to more of this just from Don Van Nata earlier today on the Sports Junkies. He joined them. He'll be again on the Hoffman Show at 4 o'clock. Here was uh, him explaining whether or not, on the clarification, whether or not any type of charges are actually going to come out of all this. Well, what we reported, all I, all I can tell you is what we reported. And what we've reported is that this is an area that is under examination by agents, FBI agents, and prosecutors. So it's on their radar. Virginia. It's on their radar. It's on their radar. They, they, they are aware of it. They've look, they're looking into it. They have subpoenas out specifically about this information. I know for a fact that they have this 
NFL arbitration petition and other uh, material that we have in our possession that we reported on today, and they are looking very seriously at this issue. But as you mentioned, the Jason Friedman allegations Mm -hmm. about the two separate sets of books, they're looking at that too. In fact, the team confirmed for me that they had received a subpoena about that matter last uh, late last year. Um, but they, they say they knew nothing about this until I started raising questions about it. All right, so again, that was some Don Van Nata today. Uh, let's get to the one more from him before we break, and we'll, we'll get to the combine, you know, the on-the-field stuff coming up. And we'll hear from Ron Rivera in his own words at one thirty as well. Here's Don Van Nata on sources of the allegations. Yes, there is one source uh, quoted uh, saying that, but we have, we have multiple sources, though, that are aware that this is an area of inquiry. But, yes, there is one source that said that basically that the three former partners of Snyder are, as this source put it, not just whistleblowers. They are billionaires, all three of them, Dwight Shar, Fred Smith, and Robert Rothman. Fred Smith's the co-founder of FedEx, and they made these allegations to the NFL in this arbitration petition and wanted the NFL to investigate what happened with this credit line and, and this, this loan that Snyder got out that they had no knowledge of and nothing ever came of it. And now that matter is no longer in the hands of the NFL. It's in the hands of federal prosecutors. So there you go. That's a little bit of Don Van Nata. Earlier on the Sports Junkies on 106.7 The Fan, we'll hear him with Craig Hoffman at 4 o'clock. Uh, yesterday, the team released the following statement in regards to a Washington Post story um, that was out there that uh, Snyder was looking for basically protection from the league, assurances and maybe even payments uh, about things that could come out after the sale um, in the story posted in the Post uh, by the transaction process involving the Washington Commanders is simply untrue. That was their statement. As simple as that. And again, to this point, um, nothing on the Van Nata story yet, but it's early. It's still early in the process. All right, coming up, we will get to the Combine, and we'll also hear from Ron Rivera in the next hour from the Combine as well. He spoke briefly, well, not really, uh, on a one-on-one aside with uh, J.P. Finley, did touch on the impact with ownership, um, the ownership situation currently would have on free agency, but did not talk specifically or answer any questions about today's uh, story and yesterday's stuff as well. So, Coming up next, though, we're going to get to Jody Lone, Joe DeLeon, excuse me, from the Believe Podcast. Talk some combine with him, his thoughts on what's going to be the big stories this week, and some actual quarterbacks who are working out there, and uh, the future of the combine as well. Here, coming up next, here on Burgundy and Gold today, here on the Team 90 streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.